Boost contains adult themes and language. Listener beware. to another episode of Boozed, where we get supernatural and shit-faced. I am here with the fabulous Candace Michelle. Hello, Candace. Hello. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hi, guys. <laughs> no, that was good. That was like super sexy radio voice. You're going to get so much VO work from this. Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm trying to be normal. I'm being normal. Shh. <laughs> no, we can't shush. It's a podcast. Stop it. <laughs> the, the, the opposite of shush. This is so bad. I just want to... This is going to be bad, okay? It's going to be fabulous. It's going to be, be bad in the worst way. Best way ever. Yes. <laughs> worst, so, best way. Well, as, as you can probably tell, Candace is uh, ready to go as far Rawr. as her... <laughs> In many ways. Rare. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly hate that sound. I really do. That you just made <laughs> twice. You seem like you're really. I hate it. That's why I didn't. Really abhor show it. all of you that I hate it. Well, now we know. <laughs> so uh, let's uh, let's jump in here. Tell me a little bit about who who is Candace. Michelle, what does she do? Hi. Well, <laughs> I've done a lot of things in my life. <laughs> my goodness. Oh my god, this is going to take a really long time. <laughs> okay, my name is Candace Michelle. I am an actress here in the DFW area, but I'm also willing to work in Los Angeles permanently. <laughs> Hire me, please. <laughs> Sorry, edit that out. <laughs> save it. I know, I'm totally you, saving it. Did you totally save it? Okay. I'm going to tell you. Anyways, I'm sorry. My name is Candace Michelle. I am an actress. I am a singer and I'm a songwriter and I'm a guitarist. Ooh, guitarist. I haven't stooped as low to be a stripper. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> to be determined. Fuck. I'm so sorry. Oh, shit. I just said the F word. I will never do it again. I just want to let you guys know that I'm sorry that I'm laughing into the mic. And, you know, it's it's not even a cute laugh either. It's not like a hee hee. I'm like literally going like, <coughs> you know what I mean? Like it's a Robitussin's commercial. <laughs> Robo, ro- whatever. Amusinex. Fuck it. Robitussin. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Robitussin. I said fuck twice now. It's, Three times. It's okay. I told you you could cuss. Yes. Or cuss. Should I answer that question clean? Like I'm Candace Michelle. I'm an actress. I'm a singer. No, we're keeping all of this. Don't and worry. I'm a songwriter and I'm a writer. And I'm an empath. <laughs> I try to be. Well, okay. So since you brought that up, tell us a little bit about being an empath. Because I don't know very many empaths. Oh, well, you know what? You're. I think you're just born with it. Like, it's just, I've actually read a book called Highly Sensitive People. Mm-hmm. I think it's something blah, 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 and Highly Sensitive People. 
And when I read that book, I was like, it's so weird to me that I would be a highly sensitive person, but I just am. Maybe it's because I'm a Virgo, but I, I I don't know. It's weird. Like I really related to the book and they talk about empaths and I just found myself like checking every box. Like I think in the book it, it describes what highly sensitive people are and then they go into empathy and empath and I was like, I connect and I find myself taking on other people's baggage all the time. Okay. And that's what empaths do. And then they carry that heavy load and they like are sad all the time. But nobody knows. Yeah. That look, that was my best definition. I'm drunk, okay. No, no, that was a perfect <laughs> definition. Like, cause I, I, I know of empaths. I don't I've never really been around one, I don't believe, or anyone who's told me they're one. And there's actually a book by Octavia Butler, uh, who's, if you don't know, wonderful, famous science fiction writer, um, black oh, woman. Get it. And um she wrote a book called um, Parable of the Sower. And the main character is like an empath on like a high level. Like she feels physical pain. Oh, yeah. And they call that something. I forget what that actual term is where you feel the pain, the actual physical pain mm-hmm. of others. Yeah. So she's going through all these like trials, but, you know, she's trying not to hurt people, even though they're attacking her because, you know, she, she shoots them or stabs them or anything. She's going to feel it. So... It's a pretty good book. Pretty well, good. I mean, I haven't even, I haven't read it. And honestly, it. it's so creepy. So reading those books, they were written, I think like in the eighties, late seventies, maybe. And there's this, it's like post-apocalyptic. There's a person who's running for president and their slogan, no shit is like, make America great. <gasps> yeah. I was reading this book. What? and I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like it's prophetic almost because it's like, Oh, these big corporations own everything. Hello, Amazon and Disney. And, oh you know, God. this presidential candidate is like stirring up hate and people who are his followers are going around doing shit. Yeah, it's so freaky weird because she clearly did not write this in present times. And that always weirds me out when writers are able to like tell the future. Uh, uh, yeah, you know what? It, but it's also because she's an empath. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I mean, one, and also history I'm repeats itself. Kidding. Like oh, it's yeah. kind of easy it to totally figure does. out that some douchebag is going to try to fuck up everything for everyone. So you're a local actor. Uh, you're in a web series right now, aren't you? Oh my god! Thank you for mentioning that. I forgot to make that note in my notes. <laughs> I'm just joking. I don't have notes. Okay. Yes, I am in a web series. We just shot in Austin last week. It's called Gentrified. It's about gentrification in Austin. I know gentrification is widespread, though, so it's not only happening in Austin, but we, our writer, her name is Tia Williams. She lives in Austin, and she has seen Austin's east side completely transformed because of gentrification. So we're trying to bring that to the to the, to the um, forefront, knowledge. I don't know forefront that's the word i was looking for yeah, yeah thank you i made direct eye contact with you and completely lost all sense of time and place and that i lost my uh train of thought that's but, that's uh, normal when people look at me <laughs> <laughs> and she knows it um yeah it's a really cool series we just shot last week so i'm like fresh off of it and it's crazy like it's honestly been one of the the funnest and most challenging funnest is a word yeah and most challenging roles i've done and I never understood what actors said when they were like, I want to be challenged. But after doing that, Mm -hmm. I understand like we want to, you know, you want to do something that you're like, damn, I didn't know I had that in me. Yeah, absolutely. 
That sounds fantastic. But hey, yeah. we're still trying to raise um, funds for our post-production. So f- feel free to contact um, Camille and Monet or me. I'm slurring and um, I'll set you up. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to like, do put all the links uh, in the show notes. So do it. go to the website, go to the show notes. I'm don't, a wreck. <laughs> no one can see you unless they donate. So. I know. I know. That's why I'm trying to get them to donate so you can see what I just did. Yeah, it's good. Uh, oh, oh okay. was it a nip slip? You don't know. Uh, was it? It, it wasn't. Woo! <laughs> okay, I'm ready to be serious and tell you guys my story. All right. Well, then let's get into it. What is your story? Oh, my gosh. Really? I just start? Yeah, I mean, if you want to, we can keep talking about other stuff. I know, like, what the hell are we doing? We're yeah. like literally just talking about important things to actually. We're having a pretty deep ass conversation. We were right having now. a conversation about relationships. Oh my god, was that what you're referring to, or no? You know, no, not even. No, no, we're not even going there. Okay, my boyfriend's name is Andre. <laughs> As in Andre, <laughs> California. The cheapest wine you can find in what? Walmart, H-E-B, Kroger, Tom's. Excuse me. Andre is a champagne. Oh, I'm sorry. Jeez. You You don't even know know your boyfriend's nationality. God. Andre 3000. (laughs) Anyways, okay. If we're going to start with the story, how do you set it up for other people? I know you don't just say start. You have to have like a drum roll or something. No, that's literally what I do. (laughs) What you okay? Um, what about that show? Are you afraid of the dark? They always start with the sand, the fake glitter sand. They're like, "Hey, yo, yeah, I'm not spilling sand all over my equipment Look, for a fact." Like, you just... believe that the sand is here? Okay, we are here okay. near the fire. Sydney, pit. please insert the audio from "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" Sand being sifted through a hand. Yeah, and they're like, "Here's another tale from the crib." They don't say That's that. the difference. And then they throw the fire on there, and it's like Poof. Sydney's gonna do a lot of um, copyright infringement. For this so she doesn't well mind. hey fuck a bitch named copyright infringement hey <laughs> what was that i was about to freestyle no please no okay maybe later when you're after the story okay, okay i'll freestyle after my story okay so sweet yeah so let's then let's then definitely get to your story i know what time is it god okay i gotta go home i gotta tuck the kids in <laughs> okay so i just want to set up the story by saying my family is completely dysfunctional okay okay you know uh we you know my parents have been through some bleep and (laughs) you know it's so and my grandparents have been through some bleep so we are just trying to live our best lives i just want to preface by saying i'm not trying to shame or hurt anybody here i'm just trying to share my truth Okay, so I just want to um, start with um, the year 1990, maybe five or six. Okay. I would think I was about maybe um, five or six when I lived with my grandma, because this story is about my grandma and all of the crazy things that we witnessed, me and my sisters. I have four sisters. Um, all of the crazy things that we witnessed in my grandmother's house. Shout out, Grandma. She passed away when I was about 16 or 17, so. Rest in peace, Grandma. We love you. I know. I Don't pour I, one out for Grandma. You know, I never really had a chance to get to know my grandma. Like, I never had a... Why is my phone on? Okay. I never had a, a, a deep kind of conversation with my grandma. Because you know when you're 16 or 17, you don't really... 
know how to talk to people. Right. You don't know that people are here in your life and sometimes you learn from them. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And my parents were really weird. I actually really didn't meet my my dad's mother, my grandmother, till I was about like 10. Mm. So like having a grandmother in my life, like my, my mom's mom, the grandma I'm talking about. I just wish I would have had a, more of an opportunity, but she passed away when I was 16 or 17. So I didn't have that opportunity to really talk to her. But my grandma was one of those people that was just like larger than life. Like she's African. She's she's half African. She's from Liberia. Mm-hmm. But um, her family like traces back to Jamaica. So okay, she's yes. Jamaican. She's Liberian. And she just had this like way about her. Like she was just like she'd walk into a room and everybody be like, who is this woman? And she was like loud and boisterous. And it was almost on borderlining like too much. Like. <laughs> You know, but it was like good energy. Thank you. That's oh well, thank you. (laughs) I was just like you just described yourself perfectly. Like you walk into a room and people are always like, "Who who is that that loud?" (laughs) But you know what? I maybe I got that from her, but I didn't even realize it. Yeah, I mean, also you're beautiful. So oh, thank you. And you know, my grandma had that thing about her. Like you know, she was older, Mm -hmm. so you know, she had put on some pounds and. Her body wasn't in the best shape. She had diabetes, so her body was kind of, you know, withering away. But she still had that thing about her where, yeah, you could walk. You would. She's the first person you would see. Yeah. And she's honestly the first person you would hear, too. She was so loud. And she would sing in the choir at church, and her voice was so loud. You could hear her out in the parking lot. Oh, wow. And she could sing like you'd be, like, snapping when you heard her sing. <laughs> Anyways, the point is. I live with my grandma, my mom, my dad, my older sister, my younger sister, and then my two older half-sisters. So I have four sisters, but two are half-sisters, and that's not a big deal, but I just want to set up the story. They were already living with my grandma, my two half-sisters, and then Antoinette, who's about three years older than I am, my younger sister, Julia, about three years younger than I am. We all were living in the same house. In my grandma's house, mm-hmm. you know, larger than life. Yes. Grandma. Anyways, we called her Juju, by the way. Oh, Her name was Julia, but we like we just said Juju. Juju. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Anyways, I want to set up this house because this house was creepy as fuck. Yes, do it. Oh, I mean, this house was very scary <laughs> for the kids at home listening. Let's keep this. Yes, PG. for our young demo of. Yeah, ten year olds. We keep this PG. We don't have to curse. Yeah, we do. Fuck a bitch that curses. (laughs) Let me just pour a little bit more of my um, champagne here before we get started. That sounds lovely. Do you hear that? Yeah, I hear it. It's like people like (sighs) they're applauding your drunkenness. That ended so. (laughs) Wait, where is that thing? Okay, okay. So let me set up the house. So I'd say I really started. Hanging with Juju, my grandma, (laughs) like when I was like six or seven and we lived there. So the house was crazy. Even walking up to the house was crazy. The grass was about like two or feet, maybe like two feet or three feet tall. What? Yeah. We're, we're really about to get into some crazy shit. Okay. Before we even start with the ghosts, the house alone would creep you the fuck out. Just having to walk up to the front door. So... The house was by an apartment complex and right up the street from that apartment complex was a circle K. Okay. 
And from the Circle K, which was like maybe a mile or so, not even a mile. It was walking distance. It was like it was like a two minute walk. So that's less than a mile for sure. <laughs> less I, than I half a mile. Know. Depends Anyways, on how fast you walk. So even from the Circle K, you could look down the street and see that something was just strange about this house because the grass was standing so high up off the ground. Mm-hmm. It was like, do people live here? But people live there. My grandma and grandpa lived there with like my half sisters and many dogs and many cats and foster children even. Because my grandma would foster children. Lovely. It's lovely. But, you know, just walking up to the house was like walking into a haunted house because I was so little then, you know, I'd be walking up past the grass and it was like taller than. Yeah. When you're that size. And, you know, and, and, and we, she lived in Corpus Christi. So it's humid there. There's bugs. There's spiders. There's, you know what I mean? There's grasshoppers. There's all this shit in the grass, all these insects and shit and the grass (laughs) and i would just be so scared i was one of those kids that like didn't want to be touched and shit and like i would be walking through grass just to get to the front door and then we'd walk up to this hooded porch Mm -hmm. and it wasn't like it was like hooded it was like someone had thrown some shit up there and like tried to make a roof up to the house gotcha (laughs) so like all the spiders like oh hey shit this is like gonna be our home for the next 25 years there was like (laughs) bugs and spiders and shit just planted up in that thing like webs across the front door and thank god i was short then because i could just dip you know but people would literally have to clear the spider oh my gosh i mean but spiders are like notoriously bad at picking locations i know they they, i know they need a better realtor because seriously like it was it was it was literally walking into a haunted house and i hate to say this because i love my grandma but you know she had some you know, issues with keeping up with the house. Gotcha. So we would walk into this house and as soon as you'd walk into the house, like the heat would hit you mm. because they kept the house so hot. Yeah. Like, old people do that. Shit. That's what I've heard. Old people, they tend to keep their homes warm. Hey, my, shout out to old people. My grandma's house is always hot. Like you'd walk in and eat the scent would just hit you. And, and like, then she had dogs. She had they had, I think, about like two dogs. I don't remember because, you know, the dogs would run away and come back. And mm. I was little. I don't know. I didn't know how to count then. <laughs> I just know it smelled like dog. And there was cats. Mm. There was a cat named Precious. Oh. <laughs> it's a Siamese cat. And this is not even scary. I mean, is it? It's I mean, kind of you're weird. Setting a, you're setting a I'm scene. I'm setting the scene. Because yes. I'm an actor. <laughs> I just want you guys to envision walking into this home that's very dark and hot as hell like hot like you walk in and it's just like heat like yeah somebody's just like (sighs) like right (laughs) in your your face face. (laughs) and all you can smell is dog and cat and you walk straight in and the living room's right there and my grandma had a piano up against the wall and like seven different uh couch and furniture sets (laughs) she's a hoarder oh my grandmother and I think she could have been on an episode of Hoarders. Maybe if there was a show called like Hoarders Light, like you're kind <laughs> of a hoarder, but not really. She would be on that show. She had so much stuff, but it wasn't like you would dig up and find like dead animals or anything. Right. It was just like it was too much stuff. And even as a child, as a small child, I was like, okay, this is a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway, you'd walk in and you'd see like this living room full of shit. And if you walked further back, you'd see a back room that was built it wasn't even supposed to be there. Right. So the floor is kind of like caving in. And this is where like the dangerous, like sp- dangerous, deadly spiders and snakes live. Ooh. 
I have a story. But we're talking about ghost. Anyways, if you turn to the left, you walk straight and you walk straight, you're in her room. And then there's a kitchen like on the other side of that wall. And then there's a garage. Just setting up the house, okay? No, please. But there was shit everywhere in this house. Like, I just remember being so scared. I just remember being so scared to be in there because, I mean, when you get older, you kind of lose sense of, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, your sense of self, like, you're kind of just, like, chilling. That's what my grandma was doing. Gotcha. Gotcha. It was just, it is what it is. It, it is what it is. It's a house. I live here. You know what I mean? Fuck all of you. If you don't like it, then get, get out. the fuck out. You right, know what right, I mean? Right. Like, yeah. that's literally what the house was. So I'd walk in and I'd just be like, damn, like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? I'm yeah. sorry. I'd be like, what the fudge? <laughs> and I'd just be like, what the hell? That's just the way the house was. And my grandma would always be sitting right there on her bed watching Jerry Springer mm-hmm. or whatever came hell's wrong with me you're fine it's called being drunk <laughs> okay <laughs> did i fix that i don't know just move it like to this must be so scary for you <laughs> what that's watching drunk people must be really scary um only for my like belongings and equipment so that's oh, gonna be the next I know. we're not gonna... hey we're not spilling anything that's i'm actually my... giving you guys a very in-depth like no i'm loving it house. like it's, it's weird great. you're doing fantastic thank you i'm not that fucked up you're a little fucked up. I know. I, yeah. I'm, yeah. Anyways, so just setting up this house, it's hot. There's a kitchen right beside the master bedroom. And here's the funny thing is my grandma and grandpa never stayed in the same room. Mm-hmm. Like my, and hey, maybe that's the way it should be. You know, okay. I mean, but a lot of couples do that, you know, just not even older couples, mm-hmm. like either one snores or you're just two different types of sleepers. One's too light of a sleeper or. I imagine myself being just wrapped around my lover. But maybe he wants to sleep on the other side of the hallway so that he gets silent treatment for the rest of his life. I mean, you can do that whole old school thing where you just had two twin beds in a bedroom with a nightstand <laughs> oh in between you. You know, I hate twin beds. I wouldn't ever sleep in one, like even by myself. So, I mean, because you just roll out of the thing, right? You'd be sleeping and just, I, I don't know. I don't know. I slept in a twin bed for a long time. So, I mean, I mean, we were all in college for a long time. We get it. <laughs> I have to burp. It's coming up soon. After our commercial break. There's no commercial break. There's no commercial <laughs> Oh my God. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. So I've already set up the house. Oh yeah. My grandpa lived all the way at the end of the other. It's a small house, but it's cute. But like we, I couldn't see the potential in the house. Like, and I'm one of those people that looks for the potential in a wreck. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even see the potential. <laughs> You're like, this is all. I was just like, get me the mess. hell out of here. I was six. I was like, get me the out of here mama i'm ready to go <laughs> get me up in that ford escort i'm ready to go you're a very aggressive six-year-old <laughs> no i was so um shy and quiet as a six-year-old i can't believe the person that i am now anyway anyway so anyway. we call it growth it's growth bitch <laughs> anyways so my grandpa lived all the way at the other end of the hallway and he ate nothing but honey buns and like pinto beans or something and my grandma's at the other end anyways i just wanted to set that up so somewhere along the line we moved in with my grandma my parents um you know they were young parents and they had you know my older sister antoinette then me and my younger sister like 
we're all like about three or four years apart. So every three or four years, my mom was popping out another baby. And I was like, oh my gosh, would you stop? You know, anyways, <laughs> just kidding. Love you, mom. Anyway, um, so we were all like kind of, my parents were struggling to make ends meet. We moved in with my grandma. And I've already set up this hot ass like jungle safari sauna for right. you guys. <laughs> so I'm ready to move on to the paranormal shit. Yes. While I was living in this house, I'd say I was, I, I, I barely, barely, barely remember it. Because I was young, but I like five or six. But who holds solid memories of when they're five or six? I don't. Maybe some people do. Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> That's not the point of the story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I was living there with my older half sister, Tennessee. Um, let's see here. Tennessee is fifteen years older. You guys do the math. If I was six, how many years is that? Yeah, she's like twenty-one. Okay. So she was getting ready to, you know, biggity, biggity, biggity bounce. <laughs> or maybe she had already bounced. She just came back. And then my other sister, Toma, is about three years younger. Okay. So, so she's like even... two. Yeah. Younger than you or no, younger than you? Oh, younger than Tennessee. Well, I didn't know. You just said younger. Uh, I know. Totally. We were, we were orbiting like, around you. She's probably like 18, 18 or something. 18, yeah. And then Antoinette, who is about three or, year, three or four years older than I am at the time. So what is she like? Well, if you're five, she's like. Eight or nine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... Why are you making me do math? Oh, my God. Look, it's the least you can do. (laughs) I brought you champagne. I know she did. And then Julia... I already said Julia, right? I don't know. No, you said Tennessee. Tennessee, Toma, Antoinette, me, and then Julia, who is about three or four years younger than I am. Yes. At the time. So she she doesn't remember anything. Until later in the story. (laughs) So I want to start with the oldest. There's five sisters. And I kind of feel like, have you guys ever seen that series of The Haunting of Hill House? There's five siblings. Oh. We're all alive and well. So no, um, I'm sorry. And this is spoiler. spoilers. No one died. <laughs> I mean, it's September, like a year later, probably. Have you if ever you... seen The Haunting of Hill House? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, okay. it's pretty good. Like I related to it because I was like, I know how it feels to have that many people in mm. one family. I mean, even though we didn't really grow up together. I don't know. Long story. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I've already set it up. Tennessee and Toma, the two oldest, are my half-sisters. They didn't live with us. They already lived with my grandma, Juju. So when we moved, it's like we were, like, all together for the first time. Yes. Anyways, the house had this very creepy sort of feeling about it. And it wasn't because it was hot as hell or it was, like, you know, holding, like, ten times more furniture than it needed. (laughs) Um, it just had this really heavy sort of strange feeling, mm-hmm. you know, even when we'd be asleep at night, we'd hear weird noises. We'd wake up and be like, what, what was that? Shit. Okay. Whatever. You know, there's just so many people around you. You feel safe. You don't really question things. But before we actually even moved in, Tennessee, the oldest who lived with my grandmother, she would always say that she just felt like something, mm. you know, like she felt like some kind of weird presence like noises and things and actually before they lived in the house i'll call this like the um lombardi house i don't want to give too much away but okay the house that we're focusing on is the lombardi house but before they moved to that house tennessee said that she felt like some kind of weird like energy she would like feel like somebody was watching her Mm -hmm. and like maybe she could see the person like off in the side but she turned and there'd be nobody there like weird shit like that where you're like, is somebody behind me? You look and there's nobody there, but you swore you saw somebody. Right. So when they moved to the Lombardi house, that's when like things started to, um, 
What's the word I'm looking for? Tell me. Tell me. I don't know. Manifest. Boo! Oh, yeah. Like, Sydney's going like, to murder shit! you. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry, Sydney. Okay. Anyways, she said she started to actually see things like figures. Oh. And one one moment that really stood out for her was she was standing down in, this, in the Lombardi house. And she was by my grandma's room, which is, you know, far right east of the house and you know my grandfather's room was on the other side of the house she said she saw this tall dark figure standing in the hall and it couldn't have been my grandpa because you know they're elderly my grandpa had like a distinct hunch Mm. you know and he was just living off of honey buns and (laughs) pinto beans in his room and i don't even think he was home at the time i don't know where he was actually from my research getting more yeah but she saw like you know a very tall, dark figure in the hallway standing there. She was just, she was young at the time. So she ran, like she was scared out of her mind. She's just like, okay, I know that's not anybody I know. Like who is like, she said it, the, the figure was tall, very tall, like odd, like not even like NBA player tall, like tall, too tall. Yeah. Too tall, like for a normal human being. Like, and she knows who lives there. You know what I mean? So she ran to my grandma and she was like, oh, my God, I saw somebody in the hallway. Please help me. Oh, my God. And my grandma was like, oh, it's nothing. Go sit your ass down. Somebody. You know, like my grandma dismissed it. And I actually talked to my sister before. And she's like, people would just like not take me seriously when I'd say I saw things, you know, or yeah. heard. no one would take her seriously. Well, this tall man came up again with the next sister. <laughs> and she was actually in the same. <laughs> she was in the same spot she was walking out of the kitchen to go back down the hall her room was down on that side of the hall but she was walking and she sees this tall dark figure and she just freaked the fuck out like Thomas not the one that you fuck with with (laughs) scary shit she ran and she you know what the thing is she's not even a fast runner (laughs) But she said she sprinted, y'all. She <laughs> ran and just stayed in the room with my grandma the entire night. So I feel like there's some kind of weird energy in the home, right? Right, right. So when we get ready to move up in there, and at this time, like, you know, Tennessee and Tom are, are thriving, whatever, I guess, in this haunted-ass home with this tall-ass, black-ass <laughs> figure in the hallway. So when we move in there, I'm just a kid. Like, you know, I don't know. But I started to feel that energy and it wasn't even because it was like 90 degrees in a home that should be probably cool to 68 degrees (laughs) in south texas in south texas it's hot listen hot (laughs) i backed off the mic for that one after the fact (laughs) like all i'm saying is it was hot in that house i'm just saying 68 is like my roommate will clearly agree with you but it's too cold for me like a good 72 Okay, well, We're on you know 72 what? I right agree, now. though, because I do run cold. Cold-blooded. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> Ew! It was kind of weird, too. It was like... I was trying to be a lizard. Anyways, they're cold-blooded, right? Yes, they are. Stop posing for the camera, silly. You better not even use any of this. I'm, I'm using like, all of I'm it. I'm sitting here hunched over. Well, people love it. Anyways... <laughs> With no bra on, by the way. Ooh. It's 2019. Women don't need bras. I mean, they've never needed them. 
per se. You're right. But men have told us to wear them. Uh, no, they haven't. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure a man invented the bra. Are you sure? No. Who invented the bra? Um, Let's just Siri real quick. Man. Let's just segue to Siri. <laughs> Siri, who invented the bra? The answer I found is Carl S. Crosby. Carl S. Crosby? That was a That's bitch. a dude. <laughs> what? Wait, hold on. What hold is on. your Siri voice? Does she have like an accent? Yeah, why not? I don't know. Just what oh, kind shit. of accent? Wait, <laughs> shut up. Who invented the bra? The answer I found is Carl S. Crosby. I need to get onto this page. She won't open it. Though. Is that... That's a woman, right? I didn't burp in the microphone. Don't worry. Oh, that is a lady, I guess. It's C-A-R-E-S-S-E. Crosby. Crosby. Like Cosby with an R between right. the C like and the Crosby, O. Crosby, Stills, and Nash. But she was the first recipient of a patent for a modern bra. Yeah, so the bitch who invented Spanx. But she's not like necessarily the inventor of bras. But who the modern bra, it? yeah. But like people were wearing. You think support, Eve did? Like Eve Genesis totally took some. Eve mm-hmm. totally took some coconuts and like. Are you wearing a bra? I'm not. Neither which, am I. Which is rare. I almost always wear a bra. Me too. <laughs> like that's so weird that we're both not wearing bras on the just, days where we almost always. I know. I was just feeling free and loose today, and I was like, I got on my honestly smash I, the patriarchy clothing I was like, today. You know so. what? You got it because you know before the girls really fall, start like sizing. Yeah, you got to boom, 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 boom. Thanks, Berg. Anyway, um, <laughs> where was I in the story? You tell me. Uh, you had just moved into the house after telling us about your sister seeing the oh tall man. Oh, my God. Man. Right. And I would go into like, okay, this is really bad. Oh, God. Are you running out of battery? Oh, no, we're good. Okay battery i don't even know battery. i just said that okay so here's the thing my grandma here's the thing that makes the whole thing kind of creepy and i shouldn't even say anything because oh god i was told this it was passed down but it's never been confirmed um because you know my grandma's passed away and you don't walk up to anybody and ask them this but um i was told that my grandma was kind of into maybe some things that weren't so Christian. Mm. That I maybe don't practice Santeria. <laughs> maybe no she practiced some things. Yeah. And so I kind of feel like that's important for this story because when I, in all of my life, I knew my grandma as a super uber Christian. But from what I know from my sister, who is 14 years older than I, myself (laughs) i myself me um that maybe my grandma was into some things that weren't so christian so when they moved to this house the lombardi house we think that maybe some things got pulled over Hmm. does that make sense yeah something followed i'm like i'm i'm like trying to center myself and you know but whatever that makes sense right so um, they moved to the Lombardi house. My parents, my parents who were kind of like struggling to make ends meet, moved in with um, with them. And I just always felt in the time that I lived there, I think we lived there for maybe like a year or so. But I always felt like 
there was something watching me. I always feel like somebody's watching me. I have no privacy. Oh, oh. we're going to get <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I love that girl came in and she was like, oh, oh. <laughs> but honestly, I know. And that's that. I mean, we're making light of it. But imagine like feeling like someone is behind you. No, someone I hate that. is like that's breathing gross. down your neck. Someone is, you know what I mean? And being a child. And it wasn't like I was a child where I could get out of bed and be like, oh, mommy, can I sleep in your bed tonight? I'm scared. No, I couldn't do that shit. Right. So I just had to get over it. And it was like, it was a horrifying feeling, like feeling like something is right in your, you know, like you could see it. All and you your turn and it's not there. Yeah. You know, I, I have to skip one sister because she didn't want me to share her, her stuff. So I'm not going to share it. I'm going to skip straight to me. Okay. So... I live with my grandparents and I always had that feeling. I never saw anything super creepy. I never saw the tall dude in the hallway, you know, um, but I always felt like there was something like standing right behind me. Like I would feel like someone was about to tap me on the shoulder. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how to explain it. I was one of those kids that didn't really talk a lot and I was really shy and I was like book booky and like nerdy and I would, wouldn't say anything. I just would be like, I just have to deal with this because my parents are already stressed out and we're poor. You know what I mean? Like you no. just deal with shit. You know what I mean? But I always felt like that shit was like something was there. So we eventually move out of that house. And no, that's not the end of the story, okay? We move out of the Lombardi house. We move to a townhome. We have great years in this little townhome. And nothing crazy ever happens. Well, actually. Well, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Something weird did happen. But I think it carried over. So I have to go back. Okay. And forth. Okay. Okay. So we move out of the house. We, um, we move out of that house. My grandparents move out of that house too. They moved to Arizona and they eventually pass away. Um, I just think Arizona was too hot for them. I don't know why they moved to Arizona, but my grandma passed. Mm-hmm. And then like three months later, my grandpa passed Aww. away. So it was kind of like double whammy, but that left that house, the Lombardi house up in the air. And my parents, we lived in a town home and I think it was a three bedroom and there was like my mom and dad and my, my sisters, my two sisters. And so it was just too crowded and right. we we're getting to that age where we needed to live somewhere where everyone had their own room, you know? Yeah. That shit. So I was like about 16 or 17 and we moved back to the Lombardi house, but this time it wasn't, the grass wasn't three feet tall. Like, you know, my parents had the, my parents had the house renovated. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. We moved back to the Lombardi house. My parents had the house um, renovated. You know, everything was clean. I was scared about moving into this house because it was so fucked up. You right. Know, your memory. Of I it. don't even think I like really got into how fucked up the house was to live there. Mm-hmm. Like we experienced like flying roaches, roaches <laughs> like chasing us. Like there was like the cats didn't like us. Um, the the dogs would leave. The dogs would leave and come back. Like it was just like some weird shit. The house yeah. just was horrible to live in. So when my parents said they were moving there, I was like, "What the?" F-? I was like, literally, I have a no. journal entry where I was just like, "What the fuck are my parents thinking? <laughs> moving into this shitty ass house when the carpet was matted and like it all just shit." You know what right. I mean? But when we moved in, I was like, "Oh shit, the house is nice now." Like my parents had you know, cleaned it up. The carpets had been stripped. It was a new house. 
So we thought. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. So um, I moved there when I'm like 16 or 17. I think it was like the beginning of my junior year of high school. And that feeling started to come back. I think like growing up in my house, it was difficult because there was a lot of like understated abuse. Like we didn't know it was abuse at the time, but it, it was like, and I hate to say this, but Hey, this is my life. And this is what happened. There was a lot of verbal abuse mm. and it had carried on for generations. Like my dad had been talked to a certain way. So he learned how to talk to us that way. Right. His right. mom had gone through some shit and she had learned. So there was a lot of heavy shit that we already knew about. That was very fucked up. And we were working I guess kind of like not united, but sort of trying to work through our shit, you know, as a family. Yeah. And then dealing with the shit that was already there in the house that I guess hadn't left. <laughs> so stupid. So <laughs> it's so stupid. But we were dealing with that shit. I was dealing with like parents who maybe didn't understand me and didn't like know how to talk to me in a way that was respectful respectful you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then we we're dealing with that that toxic energy that was already in the house right even though right. it had been renovated you know yeah well you know unless you like sage and cleanse and all that stuff right and i started to get that really weird feeling that somebody like we moved in everything was great you know like i was in my own room and like decorated it and all that bullshit but i started to feel like somebody was there mm. You know, and my sister's room is right across the hall from me. Julia, the younger, the, the baby of the family, that bitch. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. She's a wonderfully talented um, animator and illustrator. Nice. I love her. Anyways, anyway, we're right across the hall. Like, we would open our doors at night so we could, like, see each other and, like, Aww, sleep. Like, we were, we were nerdy bitches. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, I'd always feel like there was, like, something in that room and I don't think it was like an evil presence or anything at that time I didn't feel like it was evil but I felt like there was something there yeah I would like look across and like it would always happen when she wasn't in the room of course like this figure would always appear when she wasn't there because I, I don't think it was like an evil spirit I think when my older sisters I think it's the same okay let me start by saying I think it's the same spirit okay but it has like a different energy because whenever I'd look across, I'd see like a, like this, this, this figure was huge, mm-hmm. but it was like aged, you know, it was like caved in, like, and it, it'd just be sitting there. Okay. And I kind of would just acknowledge it. And then I would just like move on. You know what I mean? Cause I didn't, <laughs> I don't know. That's so weird to say that, but I would acknowledge that there was something there, but I wouldn't ever say anything. Cause I didn't think. Oh, this is like a, you know, what's the word I'm looking for, Camille? Help me. It's not, it wasn't an evil or... Malevolent? That is it. Thank you. It wasn't a malevolent spirit. It was, it was just there because it had always been there. Right, right. I don't know. It, that, it just has me like shook (laughs) (laughs) on so many levels because, you know, I think, I don't know. My family has been through so much. We've been through so much torment and I think it's weird to see, like, my oldest sister explain this energy or the spirit, whatever it was, as kind of being threatening to her. She was scared, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then the next sister explained the same situation. Yeah. And, you know, Antoinette doesn't want me to talk about her experience. And hers is kind of different. But for me, 
you know, just in, in time, the spirit had kind of like transformed with the house. Yeah. Well, you know I mean, I mean, it seems like almost like a loss of energy or maybe if it was connected to your grandparents in some way, like their distance made it weaker perhaps weaker or... yeah it was almost like it was sitting there and like it was just waiting defeat. like yeah. i don't know it was just sitting there kind of like with its hands on its knees and like hunched over mm. and so i didn't really think to say anything i didn't even react but there's been a lot of like weird things that have happened like i've always felt like there's been something there like watching me and i just kind of learned how to deal with it Okay, that's not creepy at all. <laughs> I mean, I know, like, we're all, like, sitting here crying. <laughs> like, what? But I don't know. Like, I think it's weird. I was talking to Antoinette, my the sister who's about three or four years older than I am. And I think we have, like, I don't, I don't know if it's, like, the balance of having to deal with, like, actual weird shit happening in your family. Like, having to understand abuse at such a young age mm-hmm. and i'm not trying to throw my parents or anybody under the bus but like growing up in our household it was really hard it was it was hard just being there like physically sitting in that home it was hard being there and then having to deal with other shit like yeah i guess you just like process it you're just like you know what fuck it i heard you know i'm stressed out from this shit ghost you go fuck off you know what i mean right <laughs> i don't i don't need this today. i don't know it's weird it's it's the weirdest shit. I think I lost what I was talking about, but it's the weirdest shit. I want to go back to my younger sister because she had a monster. We never figured out what this shit was, <laughs> but I made up a different monster to make her forget this monster. Oh, you're so sweet. That she called the red monster. Oh, that's God, lovely. It's so creepy. So we, I, you know how I told you guys. I lived, and I told you, yes. <laughs> but I won't say you guys, because there's people listening, damn it. Sorry, I have an alarm going off. <laughs> okay, so I when we moved into my grandma's house, I was about six or seven, meaning my younger sister was about like three or four, and I don't know if kids hold memories. I mean, it depends. They can. Uh, well, I don't know. I, all I know is that I don't, I don't remember anything from when I was three or four. I don't remember what I said 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Same, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. So my younger sister, we moved out of my grandma's house into, um, you know, our town home where we stayed until like, what, like years. We lived there for years. Mm-hmm. Um, she would always talk about a red monster. She was like, the red monster. She just started out of nowhere talking about a red monster. Like, what are you talking about? Like, we, we, we were like creeped out. Like, but we were kids. Right. And we weren't like the kind of kids that would run and tell our parents everything. Because I've already told you guys that we couldn't do that. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, <laughs> so she would tell us about this red monster. She's like, I saw a red monster. Like, the red monster was standing over me while I was sleeping. The red monster was here. The red monster was there. She had this red monster. And, like, the first thing, when I say red monster, what do you think? I don't know, because I, you hear a lot of stories about different types of, like, the black dog, who's the bringer of death or the sayer of death or the... Jesus Christ. I mean, that's the kind of... So I don't know if, like, a red monster, meaning, like, an animal-like monster or a humanoid-like monster... 
I never knew, but I just thought straight up like Satan. You know what I mean? Oh, see, <laughs> I feel like I'm too close to the subject matter because like Satan's the last thing on my mind. Usually when someone brings up like I saw a presence or a monster, I'm like, ooh, maybe it was a demon. Maybe it was a spirit. Maybe it was like Satan's not see, what pops like, in my head. The black, the, 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 the tall man, I guess I'll just say tall man. Not the same tall man. No relation. No, the re- I mean, or the thin man. I guess is no, what I was thinking of. Uh, no, not that. But like the tall man in the Lombardi house that my older sister saw. Like I never thought. Fuck! I just completely lost what I was going to say. I'm not even joking. <laughs> I got into too many details. <laughs> We're talking about the red monster. Red monster. Oh, yeah, duh. I never connected the tall monster person spirit thing to anything else. But when a child says, I saw a red monster, you think like a demon. Okay, yeah. I, I you know, I, I guess. I, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, a demon or. Or like Satan or something red. Like, you know, in every. What was that? It was probably my roommate. Please. What was that? It's probably my roommate. Okay. Is it? I don't, that was scary. <laughs> I don't know. Did you bring something into my house? Oh, shit. He's outside the door. He's <laughs> okay, hang on. I'm going to go look. Oh, God, don't get, what? I want, what do you want me to do? I don't know, but come back. Okay, I'll try. Oh, shit. Just stay there. Don't scream into the mic anymore. I know. I'm sorry. I can't tell if I'm screaming or talking. It's genetic. This loud thing. Please be careful. It's probably when the AC went off my door. Probably. See, that didn't sound like AC to me. That sounded well, my like... door makes a weird noise. So maybe like there was a. Sure. Uh, that didn't sound like that didn't sound okay, like well, AC. Okay, you're just trying to scare yourself. <laughs> that sound like? Did you guys hear that? That sound like an actual like boom, 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 bitch. Like somebody is knocking it at the door. Did not sound like that. Well, our door, the door is locked. I guarantee the door is locked. And now my bedroom door is locked, so we're good. Look, I've already. I also live in an apartment, so it could have been something from downstairs. You're right. It could, yeah, or it could be a ghost. Well, I figured they'd catch up to me eventually, since I keep inviting all these stories into my home. I need someone to come and like can cleanse you hear that my crunch? home. Yeah, I can hear that. Crunch. I love that. Like hmm. your ASMR for the day. <laughs> like was this bitch stop crunching her goldfish into the microphone? No, no, people are really into that these days. It's great. I know they were like. I was trying to do a mouth smack, but it didn't work. Anyways, what was I even saying? Oh yeah, my sister. My younger sister had this red monster. Mm-hmm. I don't know where. I'm still chewing my goldfish. If you guys are into it, yeah. Anyways, she would. She had this goldfish. I mean, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she had this goldfish. She monster. had this goldfish. Oh my god. Well, god I'm, help me. I'm gonna look up red monster. Yeah, you this you're gonna see a picture of fucking like Satan. So there <laughs> is a red ghost of Arizona. 
Well, we definitely did move in Arizona. I can yeah, tell but you your that. grandparents have moved to Arizona. <gasps> oh my gosh, that's weird. But they didn't move there until after we moved back. Oh well, then I don't know. <laughs> Maybe she was seeing the future. You're like, could you stop slamming on this DMT? <laughs> I slammed on the table and Camille looked at me like, bitch, what the hell are you easy, doing? Easy, easy there. Lighting up on this table. <laughs> Junkie. Oh. Do y'all hear that? Effervescent. Hold on, hold on. Here, here we go. Can you hear it? Oh. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, yeah, my, my ears work. I can hear that. <laughs> this is now just an ASMR podcast. <laughs> I know. And we haven't got to the, the worst part of the story. Oh, God. Well, there's no like worst part to the story. Okay. So you just lied to me. But we moved out of the swamp house into our townhome and then back okay. to Lombardi swamp house. And the house had been renovated, but... While we were out of the Lombardi house, my sister was always talking about this red monster. Mm-hmm. So the red monster is going to get me. He's going to eat me. He's going to kill me. Like she was just couldn't even sleep at night from this red monster. And it just happened to happen right after we moved out of that home. It was just weird that that happened. We never found out what the red monster really meant. But I made up this other monster. I was like the blue monster. Because, I mean, what do, what do I know? I'm a fucking kid, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're but trying I to help. But I made up this, yeah, I made up this monster, this blue, I almost knocked this over, did you see it? The blue monster was supposed to combat the red monster and make a purple monster. <laughs> I'm joking. No, we didn't, there was no purple monster. I just said, hey, anytime you think of the red monster, just think there's a blue monster. But I always wonder, like, what that was. Yeah, what she was saying. Does yeah. she still like to, does she, does she really remember see. or anything or see I tried to talk to her today but it was it was too quick for me to get uh mm. I tried to do my research on this red monster but it was just so real to her like she would really be afraid we'd have to like yeah you know comfort her for so long just to get her to calm down I'm like I wonder what that red monster was to her because I just ignored my monster. <laughs> just like. I just ignored my monster. And what's really funny is we all had different ways of dealing with it. Yeah. You know? Like, um, Antoinette, she actually had some traumatic shit that I'm not even going to talk about. Because I'm not allowed to. Sorry. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and I just ignored it. Right. Like a fucking weirdo. And my younger sister was having like panic attacks over it. And I wonder if I mentioned to it to her now, I didn't get a chance to really get into it, but if she would like have that same fear. Yeah. Anyways, what I wanted to say is when we moved back to the house and we were, we lived there and I didn't move until I was like 18 or 19, like to go to college. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't go back because... The house is fucked up. Like, even my mom said this. My mom, after we had moved out the first time, before they moved back and renovated it, my mom said that she couldn't even look at the house. She was like, I would drive past it and not even look. I was just like, what? Like, you know, isn't that mean something? Like, when you can't even, like, look at the house that you lived in? And she would say, like, she's like, I would just start crying. Hmm. Like, the house was fucked up. I'm like, it's 
and they're there. <laughs> oh, I should say that they live there. You know, my mom and dad live in that house. We moved out, and we, when we moved back in, the I didn't only see the crumbled tall man. Like, I would start... This sounds so stupid, but... Hey, this is my story, Put okay? your paper down. It's driving you me crazy. It? Yes, I can hear it. Oh, my God. Don't you love this sound, though? No. No one loves that sound. I love it. I, okay. Anyways, I would hear, like, these, like, noises, and... <laughs> stupid i would sound like my mom's voice Candace. you know my mom had a very distinct call my mom has an accent mm-hmm. which she denies like it's weird that people from other countries like i don't want this accent i don't like this accent or whatever i don't know what accent that was <laughs> <laughs> but they don't want to have their accent i'm like your accent is like the coolest thing about you you know mm-hmm. what i mean my mom was always like oh i don't like my accent and she would try so hard to sound American. or Right. I hate that. Anyways. But I would hear my mom, Candace. Candace. And I would get up and running like, yes, what, what? You know what I mean? <laughs> she wouldn't even be calling me. There's nothing there. Alrighty then. Just the sound of a voice that sound like my mom's. Is that the creepiest shit ever? Yeah, no, that's pretty creepy. That's that's why I just wanted to go ahead and change the subject. <laughs> oh my god, uh, my skin is like. There's a lot of weird shit that happened, but I think I think the person who has the craziest story would be the sister who didn't want me to reveal anything. Because I mean, her shit is scary. I just don't want to get into it because she told me she asked me, and I am a good sister. That's nice of you. I try. Ew. <laughs> like, no, yeah, it was horrible. Sorry. Anyways, that's it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Did I just fuck that up? <laughs> no, you're fine. On a rating of like one to ten, how fucked up is that story? Um, I mean, that's a good solid seven. Really? I think so. Oh, I did good. That thing's not even on, is it? No, it's still on. It's still oh. recording. She's living la vida loca. That's good. I mean, I mean, I mean, that's not. I, I mean, I say I did good. I mean, which is not even grammatically correct, right? I did well, you, good. I did well. Whatever. You're the one who brought it up. All I'm saying know. is, <laughs> these things legit happen. Yeah. There, there's a lot of like the inner. Like, I wish that I could just explain to you guys the energy in that house. Like, so what do you? What do you believe? Because I kind of ask most of our guests this. Um, one, what what do you believe was in the house? I... <laughs> Honestly, I have no earthly... I feel like maybe my grandma dabbled in some things she shouldn't have dabbled in. Mm-hmm. And you know when you dabble in shit, you, you take things with you. It's right, like, right. say I dabbled in like tap dancing for a month. <laughs> I mean, I know that sounds stupid. Like tap the, dancing the to dark arts to witchcraft. Yeah, tap dancing. <laughs> but right? say I tap danced for a month, I would take whatever I learned. You know, like I don't know. I did like a semester of movement classes, and I don't remember any of them. But you, if someone had told you to move, and you had to do it for a role, you would you would be like, shit. I remember how to fucking move, and you would do it. You know what I mean? I think people pick up things and they take 
that energy with them, mm-hmm. whether they realize it or not. And it, I mean, I, when I, growing up, I was a hardcore Christian. I mean, I was, I mean, I still do. I believe in God. I believe there is a higher power and I have stories about that, but this is about like ghost stories and, and stuff. But I do believe there is a higher power and mm-hmm. like, maybe I call him God, you know, maybe some people call him something different. All I'm saying is there is a higher power and I believe that, and I believe in like powers. I, I guess, I don't know. I believe that you take things with you. So maybe she was doing some shit she hadn't, shouldn't have been doing and she didn't know about her. She didn't know, you know, what she'd be bringing over. Yeah. Because when she moved to the Lombardi house, like my older sister said, and this is before maybe I was even born, you know, she's 14 years older than I am. So whatever. I don't know. But my sister said she had like started to follow Christ then. Like she was like, I don't want to be into which I don't want to be into those things. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what she exactly said. Right, right, right. I don't even know if it was witchcraft. I can't say anything. I can't, you know, confirm or deny. I wasn't alive. I didn't live there. I'm saying is like maybe she was into some dark shit and she wanted to make a change in her life. And maybe, I don't know, maybe her belief wasn't fully there. Mm -hmm. What I do believe in is like maybe people believe in things so much that they make it real for them. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And maybe they carry that shit over. I don't know. I don't, I I think it's weird that both sisters and I, like three out of the five saw something, felt something. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Well, actually, I would say five out of five because we've all had our different experiences and we all like deal with it differently. Like I was talking to my older sister. She was like, I don't think anybody believed me. So I don't even really know. I was young. Maybe I didn't see anything. I'm like, well, don't deny your experience because no one believed you. Yeah, exactly. You know, that could just be their own disbelief or them not wanting you to be freaked out or. Yeah. I mean, she was a child going to yeah you don't you don't tell a child yeah you did adults are gonna confirm yeah you saw a dark ghost motherfucker you know what i mean (laughs) so i don't know but i do think that people carry a certain energy with them Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh no i'm just trying not to chew into the microphone (laughs) oh okay i thought i was like too far away i do think that people carry a certain energy with them and i don't know i don't know a lot because my my family operates on like this perfection sort of thing like my parents don't want to tell me anything bad that they ever did because they're like i don't want you guys to think of me poorly it was like it's not about that it's about like knowing who you are yeah Yeah. so what do you think ghosts are i don't know but i do believe that ghosts can be real and i mean like that sounds stupid ghosts can be real (laughs) (laughs) i do believe that like if someone says they see something don't be so quick to dismiss them. You don't know. You know what I mean? Everyone has. I I do believe that, you know, maybe there's a higher power that shows people different things. Like, you know how people say children are more sensitive to things. Absolutely. Because yeah. they have an innocence about them that an adult doesn't have. I believe that, you know, the world is crazy. We do not have all of the answers, you know? Absolutely not. Right. People try to figure out so much about life instead of just living it. And so... What I have to say about that is maybe there are ghosts and there are things that, you know, maybe there's different. What's the word I'm looking for, Camille? Dimensions? Dimensions, yes. Like, and maybe some people are more sensitive to those dimensions. Why am I saying that so fucking weird? (laughs) 
dimensions. I think people are more sensitive to certain things. Right. Absolutely. Like we were just talking earlier about empaths. Like Mm -hmm. there's some people who relate to people on a different level. Why can't it be the same in us seeing things versus not? Like I think that's totally possible. So I'm not ruling it out. And I do believe in God and I do believe in Jesus. And, you know, I, I, hey, shit, like, but you can believe in other things too. Like, it's not crazy, is it? No, not at all. I'm over here, like, finding my way <laughs> via this podcast. <laughs> no. Where I, we, we like to go into the deep, hard-hitting philosophical questions here. Um, right. I think that it's, it's, we live in a different time. Like, if you were talking to my dad, he'd be like, no, Christ is Christ and there's nothing else and there's no demons. And if, you know, a lot of people treat common ail- illnesses. Is that a word? Ail- ailments? Ailments. <laughs> Don't put this on there. I'm totally putting this on here. <laughs> a lot of people treat common ailments as like a demonic sort of thing. Right. Like I grew up going to a church where if you had depression... It wasn't depression and you need to get over it. It was a demon. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you are having trouble in your marriage, it's not communication issues. It's a demon. Mm. You know, and you need to pray it out of your life. I'm like, what if we actually looked at human nature? Like a lot of people are insecure and they act out of insecurity or, you know what I mean? Yeah. You wouldn't have to be praying something out of your life. You'd be learning how to deal with crinkle girl crinkle you'd have to deal with like the insecurity and learning how to love people and love yourself and be secure in yourself you know what i mean instead of just acting like your issues are invisible and being like oh you have to pray away a demon yeah which is weird because it's it's kind of the same side of a coin because you can excuse me you can use prayer to help get over things like depression or anxiety or whatever else it can be something that you use as a tool mm-hmm. but like you're saying it, it's it's still a mental health it's not necessarily a demon that's like exactly. causing you i mean you can refer to it as a demon i guess if you want but it's a literal physiological <laughs> imbalance in your brain exactly not some outward spirit or malevolent being right causing this so right I mean, I know this is a supernatural sort of podcast, but at the same time, like, I think that people need to talk about their things instead of just being like, oh, just pray it away. Well, thank you, Miss Candace, for your lovely story. Oh, my God. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And if anyone would like to get in touch with you to maybe ask you some more questions, slide into them DMs. Oh, my God. Where where can you be found online oh on the interwebs? On, on Facebook, I am Candace Michelle. Okay. On Instagram, I'm Candace Ellen, and Candace is spelled C-A-N-D-Y-C-E dot E-L-L-E-N. Boom. Candace Ellen. <laughs> Very nice. Well, of course, I'll also provide links to those Thank in you. our show notes. And also support our Gingerfied series. We still need funds to get our post-production funds raised, and we would greatly appreciate it. I am in that series, and I love all of you. Awesome. I don't even know you, but I love you. Well, great. I know I might be young, but I've got feelings too. That's all I had to say. 
And we end on that note. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to another episode of Boozed. Bye. Don't forget to follow us. And remember to always get boozed. This is still horrible. I still don't know how to end these things. Get boozed, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here we go. The beat and I'm dropping. I'm still at this table. Ready and I'm willing and I'm willing and able. I just told a story that was really fucking scary. Yeah, go shave your armpits. They hairy. (laughs) (laughs) Finna go to Deep Ellum at this bar. Finna drive in my motherfucking car. (laughs) Camille's tried to stop me, but I said, oh no, better back it up before I slap you in your face, ho. Hey, at this table right now. Do it. I'm at the table. (laughs) What was the last part? I'm at this table. (laughs) It's your freestyle. I don't know the lyrics. It's a fucking freestyle. I don't know the lyrics either. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so stupid. Don't look at me. Thank you for listening to Boozed. Our theme was composed by Vincent Parrish. Sound production is done by Sydney Johnson. You can find us on social media at Boozed Pod. That's B-O-O-S-E-D Pod. If you would like to support the show, please go to patreon.com slash boozedpod to make a contribution. Thank you for listening. And don't forget, get boozed. <laughs>